1: modern reformation,
0: yeah, the bar, biblical, and reformed,
1: so grace and peace, everyone, it's the man, T. Barlow, with another episode of Bars, Biblical, and Reformed Spitters, and I'm so hyped right now, I know I say this just about every show, I'm always excited, because you know what, we have fantastic people on the show, and tonight, man, we have none other the Mario Esco, can you say what up to the people for me, sir?
2: Hey, what's going on, man? Praise God, bro. It's an honor to be on the show, brother.
1: Oh man, it's an honor to have you, you know, for all the way from, if, if, if I'm reading this right, Worcester, Massachusetts, is that
2: correct? <laughs> Worcester, <the> Massachusetts, yeah. <laughs>
1: you no, know, hey, I'm probably messing all the way up. That's you know, all right, mean, man. I'm that's that's, War- that's a
2: common Wor- thing, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, Worcester, sire sauce, like nobody knows how to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, so uh, just real quick, man, uh, for our listeners, I know, pre- I'm pretty sure that the bulk of my listeners might know who you are, but just in case there's somebody listening who hasn't heard of you yet, just give us some some brief information about yourself, you know, and kind of get the people's palate wet
2: yeah no um so brief uh mario esco i'm a recording artist for wrath and grace uh productions um before that i was kind of just independent doing my own thing um i do you know i I write lyrics i I do you know recording artists like i said but i also dabble with film as well script writing a little bit of acting and stuff like that so i try to get involved with as much as i possibly can just to honor god and everything man that's my prayer so i don't know if that's that's brief enough if you want more information just let me know brother <laughs>
1: i know no, no, that's, no that's actually real good so first of all one of the things i always have to start with uh like when it comes to let's say like your like your salvation story man like like what was what was life like for you what like did you come up uh under sound theology or did you uh this oh, yeah, big cool. grimy life and say
2: what what's your story? Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Um yeah, so uh I mean my grandparents kinda had the Catholic influence on my family, but my mother and father weren't actual like practicing Christians in any kind of way. So I knew of the Bible, but I didn't know anything at all. And, uh, parents got divorced right when I hit, you know, my teenage years. So, uh, before that they did a good job protecting me from the street life and stuff like that. You know, my parents actually came up from that area. Mainly my mom came up from that area. So, uh, but after the divorce, man, I just went all out and I went back to the city and just pretty much, just did whatever you know so just lived a, a reckless life man just in the pursuit of of just satisfying my flesh in any kind of way all kinds of mess but i don't want to glorify that mess um right,
0: right,
1: right.
2: I, I- yeah, I landed, a, I landed a job and it just so happened that the supervisor there was actually a chaplain in the army in his previous job. So he started preaching the gospel to me. And, uh, you know, he, he had me intrigued because everything that we talked about, this dude had a scripture for. And I didn't realize, like, how in-depth, uh, you know, the Bible was. I, I thought it was just, you know, this story about this angry God that was just, you know, <laughs> pouring out his wrath on everybody that was in there. That's what I thought, you know. And uh he just intrigued me because like I said, man, every single topic that we came up with, this guy was hitting me with scripture. And so um in my pride, you know, in, in uh, you know, thinking that I knew uh, more than he did about the word because my grandmother is, you know, a, a devoted Catholic. My grandfather is actually a deacon at a at a cathedral out here where I'm from. And so uh, it, it pulled me to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm going to get a Bible. I'm going to sit down with this Bible. I'm going to read verse by verse, chapter to chapter. Like, I want to stump this guy because this guy's making me look like a fool. And I thought I knew something, you know, about the Bible and uh and start reading the bible man and and i started in matthew i think it was maybe like halfway through matthew the lord opened my eyes man and i realized you know that i was a wretched sinner i realized you know my eyes were just open to the life that i was living And and i knew right then and there that if i was to die and face god that day um you know i deserve nothing but his wrath and after you know reading through more and more through the scripture through matthew you know i i realized the importance of christ who he was uh why he was sent you know and why he had to die and 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 the power of him raising from the dead sitting at the right hand of the father and just that was it man the lord the lord grabbed me grabbed my heart man and, and made me new
1: wow that's fantastic yeah. so, so um as far as like your grandparents but like did uh like, like the doctrine that you hold to like just gotcha. like did it yeah did it uh because, so the, causing
2: the conflict oh yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah. so I, so after I became saved um naturally the first thing because i knew nothing bro i like there was no kind of influence on theology and no kind of theological influence at all in my life um and so the the only thing that i knew was you know catholicism so naturally i went to you know started doing my the sacraments you know did my uh, uh uh i already did my communion when i was younger but did my uh uh, I forgot what the name of it is, but I started doing all their, their sacraments. You know, you start growing in your faith, and you got to do these classes and pass these classes, and then that shows growth in your spiritual walk. So I started doing that. But as I was sitting there and studying scripture, I realized that you know their mass, what they call their service, um, They just didn't line up with scripture at all. And what the what the um, the, the priest was preaching at the time, it just it, it, it was not giving me what I was desiring. You know, I was desiring theology. I didn't know it at the time, but that's what I was desiring. And uh, I, I from there, I was like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta find another church, man. And and the guy that was preaching to me was, uh, he was more charismatic. So I branched off from the Catholicism, and I, I went straight into a charismatic church it was very like watered down theology and I had to learn from there as well but at least they were going through the scriptures and you know they were they were expounding on the word um in some kind of way you know um and then after a year of that um I bumped heads with that church because of theological reasons I was listening to John MacArthur um John Piper R.C. Sproul and all these other guys um and I realized that you know I want to go to a church that preaches Expositionally, the way these guys do, and really, like, just you know, brings out the word of God and really feeds you. And so, I started looking for that, and um, I came across a church that's about a half an hour away from where I live. It just so happens that the pastor actually graduated from this master seminary. Um, and since then, I've been going there for the last, I want to say, six, seven years now. So, praise God for that! Yeah, praise
1: God. Yeah, you know, it's, it's amazing because, like, you know, as you listen to the story, you hear that. You know you have this encounter with this guy on your job, and then it's like he searched the Bible and kind of brush up on what knowledge you thought you had, and then you go to a Catholic church, and then you realize, that like later on in hindsight, you did that you left that because you wasn't getting fed the knowledge that you desired, and it was like, man, like, like basically, like you, you had a theology nerd inside of you just dying to get out. Exactly. Like, you know, it's like, man, yeah, I, like yeah. I want to know, like I want, like, like I want to know God. You know, I don't want to just go through the motions. So I, I'm curious, though, like, you know, because you was talking about, like, um, uh, like, like with the, the the priest or whatever at, at preaching, them I mean, like, what do they pre? I've never listened to like a Catholic priest.
2: <laughs> yeah, they have a. It's very, um, uh, it's it's like uh, it's very repetitive. It's the same thing over and over. So uh, I don't know really too much. Like in depth about their theology, but I know that you know it's it's a lot of repetition. It's praying and uh, to angels. There's a lot of uh, theology that's really it's just heresy, you know. Um, uh, Mary is you know uh, ascended into heaven. You know she's she's another perfect being. You know Um, she uh, um, she's also in heaven um, interceding on our behalf as well. Um, you can get to heaven through her as well, and all just all kinds of stuff, right. you know. Um, and as right. I'm reading, like it's just clear to me. Like I'm I'm reading in scripture, I'm like, this is so clear to me. There is no praying to any any of these saints. There's no praying to Mary. Mary is not perfect. Like it's just, you know, someone who actually studies their word will. I I, I believe that you know, and 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 the Lord opens their eyes because there are people that do. There are Catholics that study their word, so. Uh, uh-huh. I, I want to just make sure I, I say this carefully, but if the Lord opens your eyes to His truth, it, it is clear as day. You know that there's yeah. a lot of heresy in it.
1: I, one of my most memorable encounters I had on the street back when I was like, doing a little street preaching and stuff like that. I was I was talking to a lady. She was a Catholic, and you know she was, she just kept talking about like how like why you know people should you know pray to Mary, and I was like, okay. So I started to ask her simple questions. It was crazy because I was like, uh, I was like, so. Um, if I was like, if you're in Chicago and you're praying to Mary, you telling me that Mary is that person? She said, Yes. I said, So if I'm sitting, if you're praying to Mary right there, and at the same time I'm here in Omaha and I'm praying to Mary, you're saying that Mary is that person? Like, she's like, Yeah. I said, So you telling me that Mary is omniscient? Mm-hmm. I was like, So, and, you know, and she was like, uh, She was like, Well, like, what did I say? Well, are you saying that, that Mary is all knowing and everywhere at the same time and all powerful? Right, and then you know, and you know, and it's like at that he's confronted with the fact that you just pretty much made a god, (laughs) you know, made another god, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's those. Yeah, I, I. and it's, I don't know. It's it's, it's it's a fascinating conversation to have, you know. And, and I remember that lady walked away in tears. I don't know whatever happened with that lady. Um,
2: you know, but yeah. I remember her
1: walking away in tears from that from that encounter, man. So that's a tough thing, man. When you got people that you love who are in a system like that. I mean, oh
2: yeah, um, and not and not just know, in and, a system like the, you know, like I said, my grandfather's a deacon, so um, he's he's heavily involved with uh, with the Catholic Church in my in my city, so. Um, and he yeah. does do a lot of, you know, great things for the city. He reaches out to the community a lot and he helps a lot of people um, out with jobs and stuff like that. So, um, you know, definitely, um, you know, it's a, he's, he's, it's a blessing to have him, you know, as as my grandfather. But I just pray for him that, you know, that the Lord opens his eyes and that uh, he comes to faith and comes to see that, you know, the stuff that's. You know, being proclaimed through the Catholicism is is heretical. You know,
1: right, right. So yeah. when it comes to when it comes to like you uh, being the artist and, and the creative guy that you are, is this before conversion that that you start no, doing um, these things or after yeah, conversion? No, so.
2: I mean, I've been My father was actually a DJ growing up um, And so, when you know, when I was growing up uh, It was a lot of, you know, hip-hop being played in the house And uh, this is around the time where MTV was only playing hip-hop Like after midnight And my pops was oh, actually I, like The like, like, good old days yeah and he was actually like recording all the music videos and stuff like that and i would watch it and i would you know we would listen to it in the car and when we have family get-togethers you know he's he's you know djing and playing the music and stuff so it was always an influence in my life and on the low i was you know i was writing like i wasn't blasting it out rapping uh but i was you know writing trying to trying to trying to spit bars and stuff like that uh my first performance was in fourth grade i think i i spit um I spit somebody's line i forgot whose song it was but uh, i got my first taste being in front of people just spitting rhymes and i fell in love with just just the whole entire process of creating performing in the whole nine um and kept kept at it kept doing it kept doing it and it was around uh high school where i caught the attention of a local uh independent record label um and they they came through and they were like hey you want to you know you want to come with us and uh we'll pay for studio time this and that and the other so i ended up you know, joining them for two years, um, and actually went out to the studios out here in Boston, and, and got to see some well-known artists and stuff behind the scenes and stuff like that. So I, I've been chasing it for a while, performing in different clubs and this and all kinds of things. Um, my boy Gil, I don't, I don't know if people know what Gil is, but if you follow me, like you'll see him a lot. He's he's my dude, but he was he was my hype man. He was signed with them as well, and we were both there on the journey together. Um, and then when the Lord saved me. Um, I was able to go back to him and and preach the gospel to him. The Lord saved him, and then after that, we released the album together. Um, and I and I produced the album for him. So before you know, before I became a Christian, yeah, I was I was out there recording already, performing, and doing all that
1: wow yeah, yeah know, that's right that's man I, I like how you went back and, and it was like man let's let, bring the boy with you like yeah <laughs> and then the fact that he came man let me tell you like like i got a lot of friends man from from back in the day where you know i know i've shared the gospel with them countless times and they still like the same stuff we were doing back in 2001 they still doing it you know I, i'm still yeah. praying for them you know what I mean? so yeah. that, that's that's a huge blessing man i, I hope to experience that someday
2: yeah definitely i thought it was really cool because um like i said we were doing music together you know we were signed with the same label and um when we bounced for there like actually seeing them become saved and then actually getting back in the same environment minus all the mess and stuff just in the studio writing songs together looking to glorify god man i i thought that was just amazing
1: yeah hey so now um you said you did you guys were doing you you were doing an independent thing for a while
2: yeah um, yes sir. how long
1: did, how long did that last before coming into uh joining in a uh, rapping grace
2: yeah um i want to say like a couple of years um you know at first i dropped my first project called two adoptions of grace um and it was really just me it was it was my it, i, I want to say before that i was going to drop another album and uh it was heretical (laughs) i didn't realize at the time it was (laughs) we dropped money we were in the studio i think i was like one track away from completing an album and then i got hit with like the doctrines of grace and um you know reform theology and and i was just like oh man we can't even put this out so we threw that whole project out we had to take that hit um you know god is sovereign man and we trusted in god and we were like you know what praise god because it just that's fruit right there you know for us it was just you know it gave us that assurance that you know we are desiring to glorify god in this because we dropped all this money and you know had the production had the recording about to mix and master and and it was all you know heretical so we had to go back to scripture um i think we spent a year just studying um, taking uh, classes at my church and everything like that and just studying. And that's when we really fell in love with the Doctrines of Grace, man. And we, that was what we were studying heavy at that time. And we were like, you know what? Let's dive into this and let's let's do an album on the Doctrines of Grace. And, and that's what we did. We did the, the Doctrines of Grace. After that, uh, we tried to do this thing we called uh, Theology 24, where we were going to dive into a systematic theology book and like uh, dedicate one track uh, per month for the year um and and we were just really experience experiencing you know what it's like to be to put out music what it's like to record on your own i mean we do all our all our own recording at the time we did all our mixing and mastering our production the entire thing the entire process was just just me and my boy gil just trying to figure it out and then uh and then out of nowhere jay hit me up and he was like yo bro i love what you're doing i want you to be down with Rapping Grace." we want to put out an album and i was about to release two eps at the time but uh jay was jay was uh adamant about putting out an album he wanted to really you know do a bigger project so i said you know what let's take these two eps let's just combine them together you know the themes are very similar and that's when we came up with the chief okay
1: yeah I, I thought, so um I was about to say something. So, so, so when Jay approached you, uh what was it that he was hearing? What, like, what, what, like, what is it that that he heard that that uh that convinced him to come come grab you?
2: Yeah, um, I think he was just looking for like, uh, you know, biblical sound theological artists. You know, I think that's what he yeah. was looking for, and he came across uh doctrines got the doctrines of grace tulip the tulip album and i think that's what really caught him and then um the other thing was i was doing uh the spiritually dead uh, music videos as well and i think that really caught him as well just being involved with film and stuff like that and he just he loved the concept so um yeah he hit me up and was just like yo you want to be down and that's that was pretty much it right
1: now you you missing the name a few moments ago also as well uh, gil, is that, is yeah, gil Vargas. yeah gil Vargas. yep yep yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I don't think I heard like one or two things. I think from him, and and yeah, that, that dude's pretty fire, man. I don't see, I don't see his name a lot. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I should be seeing his name more.
0: Yeah,
2: you know, yeah, um... he's, he's with me, man. He's that's my brother, bro. Like we're real tight, man. We pretty much grew up together. Uh, he's been with me behind the scenes the whole time. Like you know that he's real close, real close in my inner circle. So. He's there, man. Yeah, man.
1: Tell, <laughs> t- tell, him, tell him to holler at me, man. We wanna, I want to get him on. I want to talk, yeah, talk with him. Like, yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah, man. That's, that's that's what's up. So, uh, um, so so now you got a project that you just dropped. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, the chief. Um, so like I said, it was supposed to be a two, two, uh, two EPs um released independently but uh, jay wanted to to do the album so we put them together um the concept of the first one was called the chief uh, it was a five track ep um and and it spelt out the chief you know <laughs> going down that it wasn't planned originally i i started off with the first three and i was like oh these kind of like make up the words but let's just call it this and that's what i went with um and then the second one was called grace in the furnace and it was just going to be talking about just just that just like you know my my thankfulness for his grace Despite you know being a sinner, despite you know my past life of just rebelling against a man and just being in awe of his mercy, you know, and and what he's done for me, and that's it's really pretty much like a worship um, song. Not really, you know, it's not a transparent song where I dig into my personal, you know, issues or things that I that I struggle with. Um, it's more in general because I wanted you know the listener to hear it and just just sort of be in that space with me, you know, just on your knees, just, you know, praising his name and worshiping him and realizing, you know, what you deserve and just being in awe of his, of his grace and his mercy in Christ. So that's pretty much what the theme of the entire album is, is, is that.
1: All right, so, uh, remind, uh, I don't think you really mentioned this, like where did, in the midst of, in, the, in this timeline, where did gospel tracks uh, fall into play?
2: Oh, word! I forgot about gospel tracks. <laughs> so, yeah, go- yeah, yeah gospel I, I, track. Yeah, that's actually but, my first.
1: That's actually my first experience with you. Uh, is from gospel track
2: yeah okay yeah so after the doctors of grace um uh, my boy bm2 uh ben mercedes he's actually a producer uh a christian a christian producer he worked with a few artists too uh in the industry but since then he kind of uh he's kind of been dabbling a lot with uh videography and film and stuff like that so but at the time he was heavy into production and he hit me up and he was like yo i got these beats you know do you want to put sign out and i was like yeah definitely um, and then he sent me the beats and I was just thinking of something that was like, just, you know, Christ said it, man. I just, a lot of, a lot of yeah. the listeners that I have are not, um, not all of them are Christian. A lot of them are, you know, people that I grew up with people that I know personally. Um, a lot of them are, are not, not Christian. So. I always keep that in mind that someone's going to come across it and I just want to make sure that I'm, you know, you know, representing the gospel and making sure that that message is, is, right. is there. Um, so gospel tracks was just that I was like, you know what, let me let me let me take this concept of gospel tracks and actually make tracks out of them. And, and something audible that maybe people can hand, hand out, you know, while they're out there, you know, uh, you know proclaiming the truth and whatnot and, and witnessing to the people that was the concept it didn't really work out that way but nonetheless it was a it was a great album so i really enjoyed it yeah i, I thought it. so yeah
1: the most definitely when i first got it i remember just beating like 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 just just riding around like yeah. you know, like coming up to the parking lot of my job you know like that's what they heard with mario esco beating some <laughs> the vehicle but especially uh especially that steel cypher matter of fact yes, sir. i think just the still cypher video was like man i gotta get whatever album that is because like that, <laughs> I, I, because that, that's what it was and, and uh you and uh shadow
2: yeah yeah my boy shadow uh, I'm like,
1: yeah man y'all yeah y'all y'all did something nasty to that and, <laughs> and you know then and, so i was like okay and then i noticed the same i don't know how that worked but like i noticed the same track the, the same instrumental uh for like the second half of the still cypher who had it first you were a Result? that's i guess that's my question
2: yeah so i think that we both had it and we didn't realize it so i it just it, that's just god's sovereignty bro because i I, yeah. I i really still cypher as a as a single like it wasn't originally a part of gospel tracks it was just okay. something that i was gonna do for fun like i i, I hit up yeah. shadow one of my dudes was uh i was at a show i was at a show out in boston and he hit me up he was like yo bro you should release something with shadow and you should do like a video to it i hit up my boy ben who's you know like i say he's he's doing videography and stuff like that i told him about the concept and he was like bro let's go to the studio let's film this let's just put it out and i was like all right cool i hit up shadow shadow was down sent them the beats and i wanted to do something different i had two beats and i was like let's just combine these two beats i sent them the concept i wrote out my verses first and then i sent them the whole concept and sent them the lyrics and the beats and then he went in the booth and did his thing we met up at the studio recorded it and we put it out and then it was like maybe I don't know how long ago it was after uh, Jay hit me up and he was like, hey, man, I I put out this track with Result. It's the same beat. <laughs> and I was like, oh, for real. I had no idea, man. But I, yeah. I had that. I had that already. Like we we didn't plan that. That was just it just happened that to be that way. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: not no, <laughs> and,
2: and
1: then you ended up. You didn't
2: the poem with do Song, though, right? Is that you in the chorus? Yeah. I, yep. Yeah. Jay hit me up and was like, yo, get on the, get on the hook. I was like, all right, cool.
1: That's tight stuff, man. I like that. Um, oh, I'm coming to the part of the show where, where, you know, I asked you, man, like, like, like your influences or who it was that you listened to, even that, even the stuff that you probably used to listen to, uh, who you're listening to now, like, like, what, what was and what is and what, what do you think will be in your play, on your playlist?
2: Gotcha. Um, you know, to be honest, man, to be just a hundred, um, when it comes to like music i i love you know i love lamp mode 100% man um i love i love result man and, and the way he spits and stuff and you know anybody theological man i am a fan of but personally like um i don't really i don't really listen to a lot of music so like when i when i'm driving when i'm doing stuff like that like i listen to a lot of podcasts i like to i like to not being an artist i like to not hear what other people are doing, so I can just keep my mind fresh in what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I I, know I
1: exactly what you're saying.
2: Yeah, I support. I like yeah. I support the crew. I support the click, of course, a hundred percent. I support. Anybody who's, you know, desiring to glorify God with their talents and skills, of course, 100 percent. But just personally, man, like I I just try to I just try to have like my own relationship when it comes to music um, and and try to develop my own skills on my own. I just feel like I don't know. I don't want to say that it pollutes, you know, what I'm trying to do. I just don't want to get in that space, that mindset where, you know, I'm kind of coveting or I'm I'm trying to, you know, sound better than this guy. Like, I just don't I just want to sound better than myself. You know, so I keep myself in a right. very narrow bubble and just try to just develop my skill and my talent.
1: No, I, I you know, I'm saying I totally understand that. because, like a dozen times, especially, I mean, back before I actually started doing like Christian music, like I, I was like, I really listened to anything for the simple fact that like, I didn't want to sound like anybody else.
2: Right. Um, yeah, exactly. You know,
1: and, and, you know I, kind of, I, I kind of wanted to be original. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to steal anybody's lines just just you know yeah. just all of that you know and so so yeah i i i totally get that i listen to, i listen to some of everything but at the same time it's like it or like l- listening to something heavily, you know like heavily listening to something like right. you know, I, I i i don't i don't do that i i have my music i have a i have a few that i do as faithful yeah that's right no i can i can dig that i can dig that man so yeah. um yeah man I, again you know coming up on that time where we get ready to wrap this up again I appreciate you taking a few moments uh, of your time and, and, and just talking with us about you know just just your testimony and your and your journey uh, I gotta tell you this uh, on behalf of everybody who listens to your music man I thank God for you, um, uh, you know, coming, uh, and, and, and just your heart behind everything uh, you know keeping it theo, uh, just keeping it a theocentric man keeping it a God-centered Christ-centered uh, and you know that's, that's the stuff That I'll listen for I gotta I got to go do a radio show tonight Man i Where I'm gonna be Critiquing a few albums And you know In all honesty It's like I'm gonna to have to I'm gonna have to You know Be honest But you know Say like you know I, I didn't feel like These are Christian albums You know Right, uh, right, right. But, You know I mean the good albums With Christian concepts And Christian themes But you know And, and I, I'm gonna to have to say that But it's, I, I can honestly say That everything that I've heard From you You know I, I know that it's That it's Christ-centered Or 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 that it has like that that biblical theme of deliverance man so you know continue to do that man i just hope you stick with that uh stick with that formula and, and continue to uh to just put out some god glorifying music man and and i pray that that as people listen that they're edified and blessed and you know able to grow and so forth man so man uh, so yeah, i'm thank, truly yeah, humbled by that, that brother
2: thank you so much man
1: you No know, problem man so um let the people know Where they can find you
0: Where they can find your music And so forth Real
2: quick So that oh, cool. way You know yeah, yeah definitely Um, So as of right now It's on iTunes You can search my name Mario Esco Two R's in my name Or you can go to Wrathandgrace.com Forward slash music And uh, it'll be one of the first albums That pops up You'll see the uh, The hand with the feathers um, And you'll see the title there And it, and it also has the link To iTunes on that as well So I, I would say The best bet Is just go to Wrathandgrace.com Forward slash music and you'll find it there Uh, i think later in the future i'm not sure don't 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 uh, don't hold me to it but i think later in the future it will be available on on other sites but as of right now that's that's where it's available and then for me uh you can search me mario esco two r's in my name like i said um i try to be accessible to everybody just hit me up feel free to hit me up um music at marioesco.com that's my email address and uh, like I said, man, hit me up whenever. If you know when I get time, I try to get back to you, man. But I appreciate all the support and the love and the prayers. Uh, it definitely goes a long way, especially prayers, man. Um, so I appreciate you.
1: Hey, man, on no, praise God, man. Shout out to the boys of Wrath and Grace. Be sure to check out their site. They got plenty of music books clothing and having said that don't forget to check us out barpodcast.com. we got gear we got hats and things that's fresh folks it's popping like you just into our inboxes and copying all that stuff man so you know don't don't be left out we got some some nice looking stuff uh also be sure to be on the lookout for my boy Dwayne for the original podcast that set us off the bar podcast he's always got some fresh teacher on there with some good solid stuff be looking out for uh, Virgil and, and Darrell, who also do our Just Staking segment. You know, we, we got a lot of stuff out there for you. So check us out, Bar Podcast on Facebook. Also, don't forget to check out the page that started it all, Be Not the Seed, the B&D page. You know, go check us out. Go find out who this week's false teacher of the week is, <laughs> or whatever the case may be. Um, I'm your boy, T. Barlow. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, I'm real easy, really accessible. Shout out to all my folks in the Reform Bars. Love y'all to life. Uh, Mario stand by on the line you folks who are listening uh, stand by because we're going to play a Mario track for you guys so you guys can know what it is that you'll be getting when you copy his album so having said all of that thank you guys for listening grace and peace and until next time be blessed
0: Of all sinners man, that's what it feels like to me at least, yeah, preaching to the mirror I profess the truth, the vocal box becoming my confession booth, divided soul and spirits what the weapon do, poke on my flesh, double edging what I step into, let the word penetrate my heart, expose every idol in the dark, you're the same, never change your thought, not an I, o, double dog. Come God's opened up, Paul. Oh, pretty God, and your eyes are opened up. Fill it up, let your word overflow my cup. Bounty, wanna die, but so it up. Yup, yeah. another one about the same thing. Cause my holy God is amazing, and his son's the one to proclaim it. And I gotta let him know about the true God of the Eenie Mo. Preserving the saints, he would never let him go. So every time I flow, you already know. Amazing the way that he's forgiven me. In prison, he delivered me. A sinner who's forgiven, I will praise him for everything. Stop on the cheap sit up, sit cheap sit Sinner underneath Cause of the fall where like leaps Dried up only good to burn My feathers on the ground Cause there's nothing I can earn Featherless is my headdress Chief sinner that's at best School of life and I'm a failed test But because of his son I'm fearless Timeless, yearless, no beginning, no end No friend, if you keep on sinning without conviction You don't know him, you owe him He don't owe you, and if you call, then he owns you Believers are like, you, yeah, that's so true me in prison, he delivered me a sinner who's forgiven. I will praise him for everything he's given me. His Holy Spirit lives in me, it's unbelievable. broken I'm a chief, chief, chief sinner, sinner, cheap sinner, I'm a cheap sinner, sinner, cheap sinner. He's amazing the way that he's forgiven me in prison. He delivered me. Say you no, know who's wicked.